I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Healthy Matters on this uh, another hot day. Good morning to you, Dr. Hilden. Good morning, Denny. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing quite well. Staying inside these days, as I think many of us are, for more than more than one reason, but certainly all, all the heat. Now, were you uh, at the hospital this week? Yeah, I have been in the hospital. I'm doing mostly mostly kind of administrative work uh, as of late. I haven't seen didn't see patients this week, but uh, uh, it has been so hot. Um, I know our emergency department has been very busy, not just with COVID, but also with uh, kind of the usual summer stuff, and so it's. Uh, heat being one of them, so I hope everybody's having a chance to stay stay cool to the best you can. And before we uh, find out uh, the topic today and who you have as a special guest, let me remind our listeners, if you uh, want to join in on the conversation, uh, one phone number is all you need for either a call or a text, and that number is 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Well, what are we going to be talking about today, and who would you bring with you? We have a repeat guest. I have Dr. Richard Printon on uh, today with us. Dr. Printon is a chiropractor, and he um, has been a leader in our organization for many years in our integrative health division, which offers a range of services. We're going to focus today mostly on chiropractic care and back pain, although we would talk about other other musculoskeletal uh, concerns if people are interested in that as well. But first of all, Dr. Printon, welcome back to the show. Good to have you on this morning. Thanks, Dr. Hilda. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. I hope you're having a good summer. You know, I haven't seen you much lately. It's kind of interesting that people even who work together don't get to see too much of each other because we all kind of work in our in our own areas. Tell me, how's it been, uh, how's it been going in your practice during these, these uh, several months of COVID? It's challenging. We're back open, though, so that's, that's really, really good. Our uh, telehealth visits were a little sluggish, so the in-person uh, visits now are wide open, so we're, we're seeing patients. Tell me, Rick, how, how, how does, that brings up a great question, as long as you brought it up. How does a chiropractor do a telehealth visit? Isn't the mainstay of your diagnosis and treatment modalities in touch and manipulation and the like? Absolutely, it is, but that's the treatment part of it. So we can uh, review the history of the individual as far as what's happening, update their pain scale, find out if any symptoms are worsening, if they need to uh, get some uh, uh, other care, possibly see their primary care physician. And we can talk about their exercises and their stretches, and we can actually see them do that over the Zoom. It's been really, you know, really very interesting. So you've been a chiropractor for many years, right? Correct. Yeah, I bet you never... Did you ever predict that you'd be doing the majority of your practice for a few months over Zoom? Absolutely not. It's been just such a 
just such a shift and such a change, but it's been it's been kind of a fun learning curve though too. You know, the people that put together the Zoom process for us here, they said it was going to take what eighteen months or something, and, and they did it in something like twenty days. It was just amazing. Yeah, I found that across our organization. You know, we've always had you know some capability, but mostly, and, and I think this is true around most of the healthcare systems in in Minnesota and elsewhere that. We all knew at some point we are going to have to do technology-based visits, and we're going to do that someday. That'll be nice. It'll be a nice alternative to offer our patients. But it turns out it wasn't something that was just nice. It was something that we just simply had to have, and in a matter of just days and weeks, suddenly everybody's doing these visits, and I, I have found that quite remarkable. Can you can you talk a little bit um, about about your practice and what types of things, uh, what types of conditions would you see in your chiropractic practice? Sure. With the chiropractors, uh, the most common cases that we see, of course, are back and neck pain. That's number one and two. But we also see a lot of headaches, tension, headaches, strains, you know, with people on Zoom, with uh, sitting on the couch, with their laptops, poor posture. There's a lot of tension in the shoulders and neck area that we can help with. And then we also see a fair amount of shoulder and hip type of bursitis, tendonitis, and shoulder hip pain, and just a little bit of elbow and uh, knee type of pain, tendonitis and bursitis and that type of thing. You practice along along with me at Hennepin Healthcare, which is a large urban uh, safety net hospital that has a diverse practice ranging from surgery to hyperbaric oxygen to general medicine, uh, every subspecialty in the world. And then you, we have an integrative health clinic that's been around for some decades. Could you just briefly how did okay, tell us all how did it get to be? And that you've been practicing in this large setting, and what's it? What is different about your practice and those of your colleagues in a large healthcare system? Um, and, and how did that all come to be? Sure, the uh, Pat Culleton, you remember Pat way back, uh, way back when, and Hennepin Faculty Associate. So she was an acupuncturist that started the alternative medicine clinic about 30 years ago. So it was primarily acupuncture for addiction with Dr. Milk Bullock. Then she was saying, we can also work with pain type of issues. So she was able to hire some more acupuncturists. And then I joined the group 21 years ago. I was in private practice for about 13 years prior to that. So joining Hennepin was, it's just been a a blessing because we've got the 50 plus specialists to refer to. So our online Epic uh, note system, I can look at the records that you have that other primary care providers, especially have. I can see what you do. You can see what I do. We freely refer within the different disciplines. And it's just, it's just so, so welcome. It, it was so challenging to do that in private practice, but it's so easy here to, uh, to uh, get the patient the proper care that they need. Yeah, I, th- I find it to be a model that just really works. I've always been impressed with that. Both um, uh, Dr. Bullock, um, who sadly uh, is, has died, um, and Pat Culleton has been on the show in the past. Both of them have been on this show back in the early years of our show, and we talked about that, and they were two pioneers in bringing, um, uh, at what, what they called at the time, they called it the alternative medicine practice, but it's now, it, now it's referred to as the integrative health division of what you've been a part of for some 20 years. We're going to um, take a break, I believe, Denny Long. We are talking to yes. Dr. Rick Printon. He is a chiropractor, chiropractor at uh, Hennepin Healthcare. Yes, indeed, and if uh, you have a question... I'd like to join in on the conversation about that particular topic, and neck and back pain and related subjects, 651-989-9226. That'll get you a phone call in, or if you prefer, if it's easier, just send the doctors your text message 
And same number, 651-989-9226. Continues to rain. There's been heavy rain in the uh, southern Minnesota area, especially around Mankato. I think the last check, they've had almost eight inches of rain, and it's still raining. Same for the Twin Cities. Should be out later today, by the end of the day, certainly. Right now, rain, fog, and mist. Our current WCCO temperature reading, 69 degrees. And welcome back to Healthy Matters. We're talking about uh, back pain and uh, neck pain, things like that. Uh, If you have a question on that topic, 651-989-9226. That's uh, for your phone calls and text messages, 651-989-9226. Here once again is Dr. David Hilden. Thank you, Denny. Good morning to all. Um, uh, We're talking with Dr. Richard Printon, a chiropractor at uh, Hennepin Healthcare. Rick, Tell us about back pain. Let's let's dive into the topic a little bit more in depth. What are it's it's so common in primary care practices, and I'll bet it's awfully common in your practice as well. Talk a little bit about back pain, how common it is, and, and what causes it. Things like that. Sure, almost all of us will experience back pain at some point in our lives, and it is one of the most common uh, reasons for visits to primary care providers. And really, the most one of the most common causes is overuse. And if you think of the 3M golf tournament that's going on and you see those professional golfers swing and turn and twist and torque, that's like an exaggerated um, type of uh, an example of overuse. But overuse can also be sitting poorly on the couch, sitting uh, watching Netflix or, you know, doing a Zoom meeting or sitting uh, at your desk. We tend to round our back and round our spine and put a tremendous amount of stress on the back of the ligaments and the back of the disc and the back of the joints. So that sets us up and kind of predisposes us for bending over to pick up uh, a piece of paper from the floor and throwing your back out. Well, that shouldn't happen if we're in shape and we can handle it um, with our proper posture, with some exercise that we can easily do. So typically sprains, strains are the, are the most common things that we see. And then also joint-related issues in pain and then disc-related pain is the number fourth um, common issue that we see. Rick, I think you pretty much described my life up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and sadly, at this very moment, I, I'm just noticing my posture. You know, I'm doing the show from home, as there are many people. And, oh, my goodness, my posture is terrible. I was watching Netflix about 12 hours ago, and I'll bet you I was <laughs> slouching. I do sit at my desk. Where I look at my phone. My wife is convinced that we're all going to have necks that look down to the ground because of looking at our phone. So what you are saying, I think there are a whole lot of people that can relate to. Is there other that, you know, how, how, let's start with posture. How does one correct your, my own posture? You know, is there anything people can do at home to other than just continually remind themselves to not slouch? That's really it. And there are some little posture trainers that they have, but I haven't found one that's been really effective. It really is some discipline. And then if you can get a small or a rolled-up towel or something that you can put on the hollow of the back, you know, just above the buttock area, that you can lean against to maintain that normal curve of the lower back, that's really helpful because it kind of starts there. And then interrupt sitting with standing and walking and stretching and moving. Our body is meant to move, not to sit for so long. We should really... Excuse me, only sit for about a half an hour at a time. Good grief, a half an hour at a time. You know, and I think during this kind of lockdown quarantine few months, I think a lot of people are sitting around a lot. Yeah, without a doubt. 
And then what happens is we are the weekend warriors, you know, getting up and doing, oh, I'm going to run 10 miles because I used to do that 10 years ago. But now it's COVID warriors. You know, we're sitting on the couch. We're eating things we shouldn't. And then we go out and aggressively exercise. So I've actually seen a fair amount of that lately. Good grief. Now you're describing me even some more here. That's like a personal intervention. I Because <laughs> I am. I'm sitting around a lot. I'm on virtual meetings a lot. And then I go out and run a little bit too far and I get injured and I wonder why that happened. Huh? Right. Overuse. <laughs> too fast, too much. Exactly. So so you mentioned the, the professional golfers out in Blaine at the 3M Open. How do they not? They're twisting their back so much and they're putting a lot of you know, their entire body into hitting a golf ball. How is it that our backs are able to do those kinds of things? And we're not all injured all the time. No, our backs can handle a tremendous amount of stress, but then we overload it. Look at Tiger Woods. I believe it's three back surgeries that he's had. And Dustin Johnson had to, had to withdraw from the tournament because of back pain. And they have therapists, uh, massage therapists, physical therapists, chiropractors out there on the site treating the golfers. So they do hurt themselves. They are in pain, but they're so intense and they're, they work out so well that they're so well trained that they don't hurt themselves quite as much as, you know, the normal people like you and I would. Right, and nobody's paying me a million dollars either. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tell me if you could, what, so what does a typical evaluation in your office look like? So it's very similar to primary care. So what, what happens is a patient comes in and we interview them. It's a, it's a history. So we'll take a personal history for the current condition that brings them in. Like, for example, when did your pain begin? Uh, what makes your pain better or worse? And then we ask if the pain radiates to the extremities or if it's from the middle back to the chest area. And then we use our pain scale, 0 to 10, how intense is your pain. We'll review any imaging or testing that's in the system or ask them about those types of things if they've had them. And then we take uh, past history of any other injuries that they may have had, uh, other health conditions that they may have, and then a, a a uh, history of any type of congenital or run-in-the-family problems. So that that's all the pre-part of it. Then the examination. And with the examination, we inspect and touch the painful area, do range of motion. We do motor sensory reflex orthopedic evaluations. And then try to figure out what the uh, where the pain is coming from. Is it that joint? Is it the muscle? Is it the ligament? Is it the disc? And then we arrive at a diagnosis. Then the treatment begins. Then we put hands on and do our tissue work and our mobilizations and stretching and manipulation. And then instruction and everyone leaves with something to do some homework but we try not to have <laughs> exercise sometimes is a bad word we try to say these are some movements that i'd like you to start but really they're exercises <laughs> right 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 um do you um what what constitutes an emergency on back pain um what i was trying to get at there is you know people come back they get treatments done and sometimes you know these things can't be fixed in one minute you know you have to have some homework, like you said, you have to have repeated visits and the like. When should someone be concerned that this is an emergency, that, that something happened to my back and I need to go into, like, say, an emergency department? Yeah, they call those the red flag um, issues. And really, if there's been major problem or major trauma, like a fall off of a ladder or a serious car accident, if there's a fever or an infection going on, or if there's unrelenting pain that's just intense or pinpoint pain. And then we talk about a step-off type of a pain. And what that means is if there is a fracture to the back element of the vertebra, you can actually feel an indent to the spine, and that's an immediate referral to the emergency room. And then there's one other thing that's called 
battle anesthesia. And it, it is basically the part of the body or the <clears throat> kind of the undercarriage, so to speak, that would contact the bicycle seat. And if there's numbness and uh, loss of sensation and loss of bowel or bladder, immediately go to the emergency room. Yeah, thank you for that summary. We are um, talking to Dr. Richard Printon. Uh, he is a doctor of chiropractor, uh, chiropractic care at Hennepin Healthcare. He works in our integrative health division, and we're talking about back and other types of pain. Uh, we will take your your calls and texts at uh, after the break, and I think uh, Denny Long is going to help us out and tell you how you can do that. Absolutely, and we have about another half hour of the show to go, so if you uh, have a question, don't wait. Call us or text us. Same number, 651-989-9226. Again, 651 651- We'll have a look at that uh, forecast, that rainy forecast coming up next here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to Healthy Matters. We're talking about back pain, neck pain, and other related topics. We welcome your phone calls and text messages. 651-989-9226 is the phone number, and it's also the text number. And uh, Dr. Hilden, I I guess for folks that maybe tuned in a little bit late, uh, maybe you should uh, reintroduce our guest right now. I will do that. We are talking uh, back and neck pain and other musculoskeletal complaints with Dr. Rick Printon, a chiropractor at Hennepin Healthcare. And we were going to spend most of the rest of the time on your calls and texts. Before we do that, though, I am going to just take 30 seconds and highlight one of my healthcare worker colleagues, a guy named Ray Saylor. Now, just if everybody will bear with me for a moment, I often talk about our, our whole Hennepin um, family of, of providers is a healthcare team, but Ray Saylor is an accountant. He is a guy that has worked in our finance department for 32 years, uh, and, and he started out as a junior accountant in 1988, and Ray listens to the show. Ray is leaving Hennepin Healthcare in a couple of weeks, and I've had the privilege of working with Ray um, in our finance operations for the last 20 years, and he's been there longer than me. He's been there 32. So to provide health care requires everybody. And in this case, I'm going to highlight the 32-year-long career of one of our finance directors, Mr. Ray Saylor. Ray, we're talking about neck and back pain today. If you are listening, you've been a pain in the neck to us doctors for so long, and we appreciate it a great deal. It takes more than just the doctors. It takes the people who know um, about the finances as well. So, Ray, um, Godspeed to you on the next phase of your career. And thank you, everybody, for letting me give a shout-out to Mr. Ray Saylor. Uh, And now we're back to neck and back pain. Danny, should we go to the, some of the listener questions? Yeah, for Dr. let's Prince? do that. Let's grab a phone call first. I believe Mary is calling in from Chaska this morning. Uh, Mary, thanks for calling. What's your question for the doctors? Uh, it's about my husband. He's in a nursing home, and um, he can't really communicate very well. They can't understand him. And he falls, and he's fallen several times. He fractured his collarbone once, and he fractured a a vertebrae in his low low back, and I can't remember between which vertebrae it was. But um, anyway, they, he keeps falling, and I, I, he tries to get to go to the bathroom, and they won't take him ahead of time. And but I can feel a lump there where I can must be where this fracture is, and all they do is put lanocaine these patches on it. And I don't know if they know that lump is there or not. i got to tell them about it. 
but they aren't doing anything for him. Will that ever heal? Because he he tries to move and tries to get up, and unless they help him, he can't get up to go to the bathroom, and then he falls again. So they kind of got him immobilized. Now he can't get up, and but he twists, and that isn't good either, I don't think. I'm just wondering if I should talk to him. Oh, I've tried to talk to him, and they don't listen to me, but I could try something else, I guess. Have you got any ideas? Well, first of all, thank you for your for your question. Uh, Dr. Clinton, what do you say? Well, Mary, I'm so sorry about that. Um, I would definitely talk to the staff again and then point out that lump that you're feeling. In physical therapy, usually within a, a facility like that, uh, they are quite well trained. So I would turn that over to the physician in charge as well as the physical therapist. And they can work on gait training and using a stability belt for him. But I think pointing out that lump that you're feeling would be a really good idea to the staff. Falls are so important or such a big cause of problems in people. Um, and so I agree with that to make sure you're getting some help for that, not only with and to prevent the next fall, but also to see if we could figure out what's going on with, uh, with, with that lump. That sounds like something I would for sure continue to ask for. Thank you for your call. A lot of text messages have come in in the last few minutes. Here's one that uh, wants to know if chiropractic could help with hands falling asleep overnight. Um, Possibly. We call it a a double or a triple crush syndrome because sometimes it it could be coming from the neck or the cervical spine as the nerves exit out of the neck into the shoulder, then again into the elbow and wrist. So we'd have to kind of figure out where that's coming from. And then knowing the age of the patient also would be uh, important because sometimes as we age, it's kind of a normal thing to get some numbness as you're lying on your side. But we'd have to differentiate between a stenosis or narrowing of of the um, uh, uh, the, verte- uh, the vertebrae coming out of the neck versus a shoulder dysfunction, elbow, or a wrist like a carpal tunnel problem. And then you could also have a vascular problem with the blood vessels that can cause some uh, numbness or tingling into the hand. So it really, you know, kind of digging a little deeper into that, uh, it could possibly help. But uh, I think, you know, working together with your primary care would be really a good idea. Here's one that you had mentioned uh, headaches uh, earlier in the first part of the show. This texter says uh, they've had uh, tension daily tension headaches for seven years. Can you help with that? Oh, that's a long time. That's a challenging one. Um, it would be nice to try, but uh, there again, what we usually do is I, I, I tell people we'll try four to six sessions with you. And if we're not seeing any results, uh, we can try something else. And there's a couple of other specialists that, uh, you know, may be able to be seen, neurology or traumatic brain injury people. There's a few other people that uh, could take a look at that as well. 651-989-9226 is the phone number and the text number. Speaking of phones, let's go back to the phones. I think Quinn is calling in from Ham Lake this morning. Thanks for waiting, Quinn. What's your uh, question, please? Question is regards to uh, L4, L5 area. I've gone through a series of tests, MRIs, CTs, and so forth, and they told me that I have a spine that is pushing onto my spinal cord. And they tell me kind of the last resort is to have surgery only. And, of course, I always fear surgery because I hear a lot of people don't have good luck with that. Is there anything a chiropractor can help me on that or not? Uh, That's a possibility. And usually that L4-5, you're talking about some stenosis that they use this $10 word, stenosis or narrowing or degenerative disc or joint disease. Do you remember those words at all? I did have uh, what do you call removed, uh, Doug, I can't think of it right offhand now. 
on a surgery basis. Uh, but anyway, uh, when they were removed, uh, the surgeon told me something about that he couldn't do any more on it because, uh, huh, I'm sorry to leave you here to hang in like this now. Sure, no, that's no problem. And, and, you know, sometimes we may get the joints moving to relax a bit of pressure. Also, acupuncture has shown, uh, we've got really good acupuncturists here too at Hennepin, that sometimes that'll give you a little relief if some of the pain is coming from the deep ligament or muscle and not all coming from that spine. Rick, um, you guys have been talking about, Quinn and you have been talking about L4 and L5. Could you kind of explain what that is? Where in the back is that? Sure. That's the very base of the spine. So there's five low back or lumbar vertebrae, 12 middle back or thoracic, seven cervical vertebrae. So the L4-5 is the last smaller vertebrae that sits on top of the sacrum or the fused larger vertebrae. And then that joins into the ilium or the uh, kind of the hip joint area. So it's the very lowest segment of the, of the back is where that, that uh, L4-5 is. Is that the most common place you see back pain, or do you see it from head to tail? Uh, we see it from head to tail, but L4-5 is the most common, and C or cervical 5-6 up in the neck is the most common in that area. Well, we have uh, phone calls, and we have so many text messages. Let's see if we can't balance both here for the rest of the way. Uh, here's a text that came in a bit ago. My 83-year-old mother has degenerative scoliosis. Is there any treatment for scoliosis or a way to manage the pain? Her mobility is rapidly declining. Yeah, that is really, really challenging, that degenerative scoliosis, because you've got a curve, a bend in the middle back. When you look at somebody from the back, you should see a straight spine. When you look at it from the side, you should see normal curves of the back. But when you're looking at them from the back, if you see this curve and the shoulder will be elevated on one side, then it crosses over and the curve is the opposite in the lower back area. And it does degenerate a little bit faster with scoliosis. At 83, we'd be very, very careful and do some just gentle type of uh, technique and again, uh, you know, plugging acupuncture, but acupuncture is really, really helpful for those types of cases. Hey, uh, Dr. Prenton, I remember, and I bet everybody else does, standing at Kenny School in South Minneapolis with our in-gym class, and we all put, we had touched our toes, and someone stood there and looked for scoliosis. Do they still do that? Yeah, they do. The school nurses still do that. And you remember those old gym shirts that we had that were way too big? It's kind of like the gym shirts we have here that we have patients change into. But you put your hands together and you reach down to touch your toes. And then you can see if the ribs or shoulders elevate on one side versus the other to kind of give you a tip off of the scoliosis. And yeah, they still, they still do that. Is there something to be done about it when you're just a child? Is that the idea? Because the, the texture is 83 years old, maybe a little too late, right? Right. That's a challenging one. When you're younger, yes, absolutely. Um, we, we try to keep those curves flexible and mobile if we can. Once the curves are established, they call it idiopathic scoliosis or, you know, a nice $10 word that means we don't know where it comes from. So it just, it develops in certain people. It's genetic. We're not quite sure why. And really what we try to do as chiropractors is keep that curve flexible so it doesn't degenerate faster, but we really can't change the the intensity of the curve. There are some specialists, some physical therapists that have advanced training that might be able to help a bit. And then there's bracing and then lastly, surgery. But there are some scoliosis um, orthopedic specialists that are out there also. Thank you. We'll go back to the text, but I do want to let listeners know that if you want to see Dr. Printon or any of his team, 
They are taking patients, and um, you can always go to hennepinhealthcare.org on your computer and look them up, and I will give the phone number a little bit later in the show, so go get a pen. But you can always look at hennepinhealthcare.org. Very good. Listener wants to know, how often is shoulder pain related to neck issues? Uh, you'd have to um, differentiate, and that would be one that you'd like to take uh, a look at and examine. <clears throat> but yes, it is for sure. And then when we talk shoulder, there's the anatomic shoulder, you know, the ball that you can touch on the side of the arm. That's the true shoulder. But a lot of times people will say it's my shoulder, but it's really your upper trapezius or the back of the shoulder blade, which a lot of times it is related to the neck. If it's the shoulder itself, as you lift and raise that arm up in the air, you'll feel some pain or maybe clicking or grinding sensation into that joint. Especially if you reach back behind you with that arm, you'll feel that pain into the big shoulder joint, you know, the one that you can reach way up overhead. But depending on what we're talking about, the shoulder, is it the joint itself or is it that, you know, surrounding area? But Yes, I can refer. And this is speaking of necks. Another listener says they have a lot of neck clicking. Any suggestions for that? Yeah, typically that's a, a degenerative changes that may be taking place or hypermobility, like we're a little bit too flexible or mobile. So those joints may click and they may uh, get a little bit of a crepitus that we call it. In fact, when we first started the show, we were talking about posture. That one has a lot to do with posture as we round our back and push our head forward. We look down at our phones all of the time. So we're taking those joints and we're stressing them to the maximum forward. So there's a, a, a really an interesting exercise. We call it a chin tuck or a cervical neck retraction. And we pull the face in and then gently turn the head side to side. And that a lot of times alleviates some of that clicking. Is that where you make a double chin? Exactly. Exactly. You make a double chin, and then when you make that double chin, then you can move the neck, turning it, uh, rotating side to side or bending side to side or gently going backward. Yeah, you're going to want to do that that little exercise in your own bathroom mirror because you pull your, (laughs) don't you pull your neck back and you kind of make a double chin, you look like an idiot, but it's helpful. (laughs) You do, that's for sure. And we say the doubler the chin, the better. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. We need to take, we need to take a break. We have more show to come. We'll get back to the phones and your text messages here on Healthy Matters. 651-989-9226 raining and we'll have more of it here around the CCO land. Stay tuned to WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Healthy Matters. We're in the final minutes of our show today talking about back pain and other related uh, topics. Uh we have callers, we have texters. Let's see if we how many uh, folks we can help out before we leave you today. Phyllis is calling in from New Richmond, I believe. Phyllis, thank you for waiting. What is your question? Hello. Um, I'm a health professional in a hospital from a, with a stroke ward. I'm just wondering, we do see a carotid dissection more frequently than I'd like to see after a neck adjustment. Is there any specific neck adjustments that should be avoided? Uh, yes, that is a, a consequence that's possible that it happens. It is fairly rare. But what we do is we use much gentler techniques. We don't have to turn the neck and pull so aggressively. So we're very conscious of that and very careful with that here at Hennepin. All right. We have oh, so many text messages as well. Here's one that says, my left uh, side of my neck is always stiff. When I turn to do my exercises, I can hear it crack. It keeps me up at night. I do exercises every day. Should I go see a chiropractor or maybe a physical therapist? 
Um, yes, either one would be fine. And a lot of times what we suggest is starting with primary care provider and just getting an assessment that way. But you can definitely see a chiropractor or a physical therapist. And with that type of a, a symptom, uh, depending on your age, we, we may get some x-rays of that neck just to see what's causing that, uh, that stiffness and that clicking or cracking uh, sound or sensation. This texter has a 14-year-old son who has periodic lower back pain. Uh, the question is, where do I start? Uh, the son has given up pitching at baseball because of it. Oh, yeah, that would be uh, pediatrics for sure. Go in and evaluate just to make sure there's no underlying cause that's going on there. And then they, they for sure could see either a physical therapist or a chiropractor for a secondary evaluation. And sometimes it's helpful to search out or to look for uh, someone that would specialize in sports-related type of uh, treatments or sports-related type of injuries. Another texter wants to know uh, what would be some good exercises to strengthen the lower back region. So what we talk a lot about is flexibility plus strength. We try to combine those two. So if we are sitting a lot, sitting tends to round the back forward. So we do what we call a yoga cobra pose. We're on the stomach and then doing a back bend. If you can extend your arms and picture your pelvis is flat on the ground, you do a back bend. And then we do what we call supermans, which are lying on the stomach, raising the arms uh, together, even raising the legs together. Then you can lie flat on the ground legs stiff and straight, extend up about 12 inches, and then lower. We could do left and right leg. And then there's a real good one, hands and knees exercises, where you can arch the back and sway the back to get some flexibility. And then lastly, hands and knees and just extending one leg out and then flexing it back again on one side and then the other side. Just some simple uh, stretches and, and strengthening that you could try. Here's an, I know we have a couple of minutes to go. Uh, this texture says, had sudden muscle type pain in the left side of my neck a year ago. No accident occurred. It uh, was sore on the inside and sore to touch. It's gotten better over time. but still yeah, have I, a sore pulling feeling uh, in there at times. What, what could that be? It probably felt like a muscle, but maybe it is a little bit deeper into that joint or into the deep ligament if it, if it persists and if it hangs on. And typically we tell people a lot of the pain will self-resolve that you feel goes away within two weeks. If it does, wonderful. Just continue on with your normal life. If it continues on or if it stays with you, then you, it's a good idea to have it checked out. Dr. Hilden, any final thoughts? Well, I just want to say thank you to uh, Dr. Prenton. I've enjoyed listening to this last uh, lightning round of you answering questions, Rick. You know, I don't have to do anything. I have to <laughs> answer all the questions. <laughs> we have been talking to Dr. Richard Prenton. He is a doctor of chiropractic care at Hennepin Healthcare. He and his entire team in the Integrative Health Clinic are ready and willing and able to see you. They're doing some remote visits, but they're open for business and in person. We have a we have extra precautions in our ambulatory clinics are, um, for to keep you safe during COVID-19. So if you need to see Dr. Printon or any of his colleagues, you may come and do that in person now. Um, if you want more information about how we're keeping you safe at the clinics, anything about COVID-19, or how to get into our clinic, including Dr. Printon, go to hennepinhealthcare.org. That's hennepinhealthcare.org. And right on the front page, it'll tell you how we are keeping you safe during this pandemic when you come to the clinic, hennepinhealthcare.org. You may also make a phone call and make a visit. It's 612-873-6963. That's 612-873-6963. Rick, thank you for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome, Dr. Hilden. It's a pleasure. Good talking to you.
Great yeah, to have you here. That's Dr. Rick Printon. Denny, we'll see you next what's week. What's on the show? Next week is what? Uh, open lines? What, what are we doing? We're going to do an open line show. Yeah, we'll do an open lines next week. Good deal. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you then. In the Twin Cities, raining 69 degrees. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 